0: Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The
2: following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
0: The following presentation is a production of 63 Audio and the Narada Radio Company, a proud member of the Mutual Audio Network.
3: Do you dare to go down into the cellar? Welcome to the cellar miniseries, made especially for Transcontinental Terror 2021, and hosted by Cadavera Quivery.
2: Stars, telling the bushes that thou lookest for wars and wilt not come. Come, recreant! Come, thou child! I'll whip thee with a rod. He is defiled that draws a sword on thee. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Rodrigo, your fencing skills are improving wonderfully. Eh? Who? Oh, hello, creeps. (laughs) Cadaver didn't hear you come in over the sound of our sword fight. (laughs) Welcome back aboard the Transcontinental Terror Express. All this month on Mutual, you'll find your beloved Cadaver, a passenger on this creepy train to Horrorsville. (laughs) Oh, It feels so good to put this sword down. (sighs) Oh, yes. I've grown a little rusty in the past couple centuries, but Rodrigo has been helping me with my training, swinging up to four swords at a time. (laughs) And who's a good boy? Yes, you are. Oh, yes, my sweet Rodrigo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, Just lay down your steel and I'll clean up everything later. Thank you, my sweet baby. So, you're probably wondering what this stage combat is all about, eh? (laughs) Well, it's very exciting. The little theater I'm involved with is going to be putting on a few plays by the immortal Shakespeare. But with a little twist, of course. (laughs) For example, we're kicking off with A Midsummer Night's Scream. <laughs> oh, and later in the season, we'll present the most famous love story in history where a young man gets punished for his lover's cannibalism. In other words, Romy owes what Julie at. <laughs> Oh, Oh, but enough of this for the nonce. I know you didn't come aboard this train to hear about my thespian efforts, did you? (laughs) You're here for a story, and I have a beautifully deadly one prepared for you, here in my great big book. (laughs) Ah, yes Now, let's see Ah, oh, here we are Mm -hmm. So, tonight we bring you a tale of gangsters and hitmen Good guys and bad guys And... A corpse that simply won't cooperate. Doesn't that sound interesting? Just listen.
4: an old elevator. It makes strange noises sometimes. Come on, let's get in.
5: <sighs> I hate this part of my job. Eh,
4: I got used to it a long time ago.
5: Oh. What's
4: going on now? I don't know. Sounds like the doors opened one floor below us. Push the button again.
5: Yeah, now the door's opened above us. What the hell's going on?
4: You want to call maintenance?
5: No. Wait. Yeah, I guess. Hold up. Let's see.
4: Here we are. <laughs> Blast. What you got? Unidentified male found dead on scene, city park. Body was completely stripped, single gunshot wound in back of head.
1: Ah, interesting. Sounds like a gangland execution. Taking his clothes prevents you guys from identifying him by laundry marks and such.
2: Yeah, that's for the detectives, Doc. It ain't my department. I just rode along with Tanya here to help her with the stiff. By the way, we had a big problem with your elevator. Problem? Yeah, it was stopping one floor shy and the doors were opening on the wrong floor. We could hear him.
4: Lucky nobody on those other floors stepped in without looking. Hmm... Well, it's news to me.
1: It was working just fine when I came in this morning. You ready to transfer? Sure.
5: Sooner the better.
1: I'll get a drawer open. Okay, on my count. Ready? One, two, three. (sighs) Hey,
2: what? Jeez, what the hell? Oh! Whoops! Oh,
4: Oh, oh, oh Christ! Get it away from me! Oh, God! Oh, God! I'll help you. Hold on. Hey, wow, look! Don't be silly. You're just... No, Doc,
1: look! It's got a death grip on my sidearm. Can you help me?
5: I can't stand
4: up. Probably easier to unsnap the strap on your holster, Ben.
5: You think I want to
6: risk a corpse shooting up the place?
4: (sighs) Now that's ridiculous. Tanya,
1: let's kill two birds with one stone. You on that side, me on this one, and... Officer, just move with us, okay? And... Mm-hmm. Uh, fine, there. All right, now, hold still, officer. I'll get you loose. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. There.
2: Ugh, at last. I was totally creeped out. When I fell, my cheek touched the guy's stomach.
1: I think you'll be okay. You'll be laughing about this soon enough. And what's your problem, Tanya? His
4: other hand, Doc. It's got hold of my coat. Won't let go.
1: (laughs) What's the matter with you two? This is nothing more than a case of post-mortem reflex. (sighs) Okay, hold still. I'll set you free.
0: so, I ask again, Sabatore, what goes wrong with the hit on Big Louie Moroni? Don Pingatore, from what I gather, Tony and Cristo have just done the shooting and are removing Big Louie's clothes when they hear sirens approaching and have to make themselves scarce. They have just enough time to grab his ID and his duds before the cops show up, out of nowhere. Uh... This is where cops usually show up out of. Unfortunately, yes, Don Pingatore. Sally, this is not good. I do not wish for Big Luis Capo to learn of his demise. You know what this will mean? Yes, Don Pingatore. It means he will immediately suspect you of offing him. This I do not wish. What do Tony and Crystal plan to make up for this grievous error? They visit the city morgue tonight, where Big Louie's corpse temporarily resides, and remove it under cover of darkness. Then, they finish the job by cutting Big Louie into much smaller pieces and distributing them in various remote locations. This is a good plan. Sally, you will tell Tony and Christo that I wish they do not commit any further screw-ups. It will go not well for them, should such screw-ups occur. Capish? Absolutely, Don
3: Pingatore.
6: You from the Daily Times? Yeah. You the medical examiner? Assistant, Emmy, yeah. So what's up? Why so mysterious with your call? Something you might be interested in. Early this morning, a corpse was brought in with no ID. Single gunshot wound to the back of the head. But I thought he looked familiar, so I called you to see if you might want to take a look. Well, I gotta admit, hun. Places like this give me the creeps. But if it means an exclusive, then I'm off for it. Want to show me? Yeah. Come on in. He's over here. Hang on.
1: Wow. Hey, it's Big Louie
6: Maroney. No, whoa, stop! That's not what I called you down here for. Hey! Jesus, lady. What did you think was gonna happen? Now pipe down... Let me get in closer to his face. What? Ugh. What's wrong?
1: Something just snagged my camera strap and yanked it. Oh, cripes!
6: This effing corpse has a hold of my strap.
2: Help! My face is touching a dead man's face. Don't just stand there! Help me for the love of...
6: Oh... <laughs> Oh, oh crap, hold on. Where's the scalpel? Uh, Here, wait just another second. There. Come on up. Up. What the hell just happened? I think it was a case of post-mortem reflex. Happens from time to time. Oh, see? After I cut the strap, the hand opened, and now it's got a hold of my lab coat, I'll just... Oh, uh, I'll just... Uh, uh, oh, wow, that's some grip. That is not just post... Um, what do you call it? Post-mortem reflex. Well, well, of course it is. It has to be. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to cut my lab coat to get away. Wow! Ah, there we are. Free at last. Okay, let me see you out. So, what are you gonna do with those pictures? I'm heading straight back to the paper and show them to my editor. You gonna mention how your camera strap got cut? Hell no! You think I'm crazy? <laughs>
0: Holy Toledo, what is that? Elevator. It sounds like somebody turns a cat inside out. This is an old building. Probably an old elevator, too. And keep your voice down. There may be a god
5: walking around. Okay. Uh, how do you know these things, Christo? I don't know, Tony. I just know him.
0: What I know for sure is that this place does not agree with me. Do you smell this? Oh,
5: yes. It is your everyday disinfectant. Is this the only thing
0: you find disagreeable? No. To be honest, being in a building that is full of stiffs gives me a strange feeling in my gut. Ha! Tony,
5: you surprise me. Just picture it. A guy what creates more corpses than I
0: can count. Going all ooky over stiffs and drawers. Well, maybe it is because I make my own stiffs. These other ones, eh, I don't know from Adam's left garbanzo bean. I guess it is true. You learn something every day. Anyway, Mr. Know-It-All, do you know which room is the one what has the stiffs? This I ain't knowing, But I am
5: certain we find it with little difficulty. See? Each door has a sign what makes known what is on the other side. For instance, this one says, Examination Room. Now, I can tell you with certainty that it is late at night and nobody is making said examinations. So we ain't gonna find Big Louie in this
0: room. My friend, you are this close to a genius. What sign, then, do we look for? Tony.
5: If you have a large slab of meat you wish to keep fresh, where do you store such meat?
0: In the icebox. Where else? Correct. And therefore... He must be in this very room with the sign what indicates cold storage. Give the boy a cigar. Leave us enter then and locate our good friend
5: Big Louie, who the authorities keep fresh for us.
0: Nope!
5: Ah, uh, no, uh, not in here.
0: He's not in this one. Uh, nope, uh, uh. I'll keep looking. Aha! I find him. Tony, come and see. Oh, good. My arms get tired from repetitive action.
2: Hold it right there, you two!
5: Tony! I do not know you carry.
0: We are told by Salvatore that this is a simple in-and-out with no heat needed. I always carry. I keep a small piece at the small of my back, just in case. And see, we just have a just-in-case, do we not? As much as I hate to offer dame, she wears a uniform and must be offed.
5: I admire your speed and enthusiasm.
0: Now, leave us shift Big Louie from the drawer to one of these
5: rolling tables to make our exit far less labor-intensive.
0: Here is the rolling table. Do you want the head or the
5: feet? I think it is easier if we each grab an arm and a leg from the sides
0: and shift him this way. Okay. You on the far side of the drawer then, and me on the outside of the rolling table. Shall we go on three? Three is good. One, two... Ah! Ah! Christo! Big Louie is not dead! What do you mean? His huge hand takes hold of my wrist. (laughs) My whole arm goes numb. Come around and help me. This is
5: amazing, Tony. I never see such a thing. I try to pry his fingers away. (laughs) Big Louie's hand is suddenly as slack as a bag of clams.
0: No, he is definitely dead. Are you hurt, Tony? No but it is many minutes before I feel anything in my wing again. For a stiff, he is quite spry. Now, I shall try to help you with my other hand. Keep well clear of his other hand, Cristo.
5: Yes, this is wise counsel. All right, then. One, two, three.
0: Where shall we take Big Louie to chop up his corpse, Tony? I hope some place not too far away. I must see the doc tonight about my wrist. I believe that Big Louie fractures some bones when he grabs me. Are you in pain? Now that the feeling returns to my arm, I experience somewhat excruciating agony, Cristo.
5: Then we must dispatch Big Louie with speed and report same to Salvatore. This will, I trust, bring joy to Don Pingator.
0: Ah, good. Let's get in.
5: Tony, stop! What? The door's open, but the car is still one floor up. Stop!
0: Oh, mama mia.
5: Ow, my arm! I can't hold on! I've got it, but I can't hold it. Tony,
0: get a grip, quick! I'll try. Ow! Oh, okay, okay. I got it. Uh, uh, hey, what? What? Crystal. Big Louie snatches my piece. Give me that back, Louie. Tony, don't let go of the table! Look
5: out! Look out! Oh! Oh, Merda! Tony! Big Louie kills you! I lose my grip, the table goes down the shaft! I'm sorry, Louie, this is not a dignified end for you! But I cannot keep a grip! Wait, no! Big Louie, let go of my arm! Ah! No, Louie, no! I don't wish to go down with you! How does this happen?!
0: what happened
5: I'm not dead I'm not dead Uh, help Uh, help me can somebody hear me I'm down here at the bottom of the elevator shaft help help
1: So, You say you found all this when you came in this morning, Doc? Yes, Detective. I called as soon as I saw the man on the floor outside the elevator. A little later, I discovered the body of the security guard in the drawer where another body had been. I was at a loss as to where that one had been taken. Yeah, it was completely by accident that my partner discovered
7: you're missing stiff, along with another guy. Well, it's that crazy elevator. The door's open. I almost fell down the shaft. You were lucky, all right. You said it.
1: You know, you're not the first person to mention problems with the elevator. I haven't had any difficulty with it. But yesterday, there was this cop and paramedic. Say, they were the ones who brought that other corpse in. Oh, by the way, if it hadn't been for that photographer
7: who sneaked in here... We never would have known that Big Louie Moroni had been whacked. Saw it in the paper. That was a good break. But are you sure he was
1: really dead when they brung him in? What? Why, of course I'm sure. Why would you even ask?
7: The text that went down the shaft told us that Big Louie was holding the gun we think offed both the stiff here and your night guard in there. And his other hand was clamped like a vice on the wrist of a guy we think is Cristo Galdenzi. A hitter for Don Vito Pingatori's mob. Now there ain't much left of this guy's face.
1: Ah, possibly a close-in shot with a hollow-point bullet. They do lots of very interesting damage. Um, yeah. So anyway,
7: since Cristo Galdensi ain't hardly never seen without his cousin Tony Benassi, that's who we think this guy is. And incidentally, he's also one of Pingator's hired killers. So what do you think happened, Doc? How did Big Louie, if he was actually dead, get a hold of Tony's gun and shoot him? And also grab a hold of Crystal and take him on a ride down the elevator shaft.
1: Hmm? Detective, this is one of those occurrences that we in the medical examining trade call one of life's little mysteries.
7: That figures, Doc. Well, I've seen some weird stuff in my life, but I ain't never seen nothing like this. I mean, it's as if Big Louie was getting revenge on his killers. I was thinking the same thing. But that's nuts. Ain't it? (laughs)
2: Well, darling, I'm almost done. There. (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) Welcome back, fiends. (laughs) I was just applying a little first aid to one of Rodrigo's arms. Hmm? Yes, it appears I was a bit too eager with my swordplay, poor thing. But to be fair, he gave me a fairly decent scratch right here on my thigh. Ah, well. I guess my sweet Rodrigo felt that one good turn-a-kit deserves another. (laughs) That was The Uncooperative Corpse, the fourth episode of our special cellar miniseries, written by Pete Lutz and inspired by the classic Inner Sanctum radio series. And I, of course, am your hostly ghost... uh, Your ghostly host, Cadaver Quivery. (laughs) So, remember, until next time, creeps, don't take candy from stranglers.
3: The Cellar is produced and directed by Pete Lutz. The theme was composed and performed by Tom Rory Parsons. Our cast consisted of the following players. Jordan Bruster as the cop. Ebony Rose as the paramedic. Michelle Barnett as the medical examiner. Les Marston as Don Vito Pingatore. Mark Kalida as Salvatore, Don Robertson as the assistant medical examiner, Jerry Eliff as the photographer, Pete Lutz as Tony, Dana Gonsalves as Christo, Pam Pales as the security guard, Eileen Corpos as the lead detective, and Victoria Fonsky as the second detective. Cadavera, Quivery, is played by Angela Young. Incidental music for this production was composed and performed by Dr. Ross Bernhardt. The Cellar is a 63 audio production, mixed and mastered in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is Robin Robin speaking. Join us next week for the fifth and final episode of our special mini-series, Tale of heavenly vengeance from beyond the grave. It's called, For I Have Sinned. Next time on The Cellar.
0: 63 Audio This is
3: Mutual.
2: The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. Thank you for listening to Sunday's showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. We invite you to continue the amazing audio tomorrow on Mutual with the Monday Matinee. Our weekly series of dramatic, theatrical, classic, eclectic, and live radio dramas. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed every day for the world's largest curated collection of audio drama or find the Monday Matinee feed in your favorite podcast players. See you tomorrow at the Matinee, and thanks so much for listening.